What is up, everybody? Welcome back in to Tide Talk Live. I'm your host, Stacey Blackwood, here to bring you the latest in the crazy world of Alabama football. Uh, we have plenty to dissect and dice and discuss today. Uh, so make sure you get uh, nice and comfy. Uh, let's let's get together and, and talk about Alabama football uh, and all that's going on within the program right now. But if you are new to the channel, make sure you do hit the subscribe button, hit that bell notification so you don't miss any of our content here at Tide Talk Live. Also, smash that like button. Help us get to 100 likes on the video today. Obviously, this is a live show, so the live chat is going to be real critical and uh, you know for the content today. But I do have some topics that I, that I obviously want to focus on, uh, and it's on the headline. You can see it. We want to talk about Caleb Downs. We want to talk about Kane Wilmack, the new defensive coordinator in Tuscaloosa. And I also want to talk about the the current defensive back situation there in Tuscaloosa as well and uh, and, and what's going on with all the portal entries and, and the possibilities of what that room could look like in 2024. So there's a lot to talk about. So just use that live chat almost like a message board of sorts and let's just get the conversation going as well. You know, we, we want to touch, like I said, on, on, on Caleb Downs, Kane Womack, and the defensive back uh, room as well in Tuscaloosa. So there's a lot to talk about. Cannot wait to uh, dissect all this with everybody. Uh, welcome into the show, Mark. Roll Tide Roll. Uh, please jump in the live chat right now and let us know your thoughts and opinions on on the Caleb's da Caleb Downs situations, the new defensive coordinator in Tuscaloosa, and just whatever is on your mind regarding uh, the album football program. We're going to be here for a little while to talk about all that. So thank you for joining us. Um, and let's just uh, let, let's just start with Kane Womack, the defensive coordinator that it was kind of broke late last night by Chris Lowe, who, by the way, shout out to Chris Lowe. What an incredible job he has done kind of breaking all this news uh, minute by minute ever since Coach Saban retired last Wednesday. Chris Lowe has been a, done a great job for ESPN. You know, he's kind of got that hotline into Nick Saban in the Alabama football program, and he's done a great job, you know, kind of breaking all the news. And, you know, he doesn't really report rumors. He reports facts. So I always love, um, you know, kind of keeping up with what Chris Lowe has to say. Uh, Conrad Herlong says, good morning. Any DB coaches named? No DB coach yet. Uh, there's obviously some names to, to watch there. Uh, you know, with, with Pete Carroll being let go in Seattle, perhaps Carl Scott, who used to be on the Alabama staff, could come back as a defensive bats coach. He is one of the more respected guys uh, at that position group as well. So there's a lot to talk about there. And we'll, we'll talk about potential other hirings moving forward. But um I really like what – I would like Carl Scott to be the DB coach. Uh, keep an eye on the name DJ Durkin as well. Uh, there is some names, but all this is really rumor right now. So we don't really want to spend a lot of time on rumor. You know, last night it, it was reported that that Caleb Downs would make a decision either way on Tuesday, which is today, um, uh, on whether he's going to stay at Alabama or enter the portal. Now, there was a team meeting last night at 630, uh, called by new head coach Kalen DeBoer. And apparently, uh, DeBoer, uh, Caleb Downs was there. You know, a lot of the leadership team from from the from the football team, you know, obviously made some points about trying to stick it out, making your own uh, path here, and, and becoming a legend in Alabama. So I think that's going to be weighing heavy on Caleb Downs' decision. You know, I'm going to say right now it's 50-50 because you know nobody really knows what's going on in Caleb's head. But Caleb Downs is a good kid, whether he stays at Alabama or not. He's a great football player. I hope he stays. I'm going to say that he ends up staying at Alabama. 
Maybe that's wishful thinking. I don't know. But I believe he stays at Alabama and is going to be a part of that secondary because I think the addition of Kane Womack as the defensive coordinator is going to be huge because if you watch the way Kane Womack calls his defense and the way he likes to play the kind of that 4-2-5 uh, defense, the, the safety is a huge piece uh, to the puzzle for, for a good defense, and Caleb Downs would flourish in Cade Womack's defensive uh, scheme. So I think Downs is going to stay, and and I really like what he could look like in, in Cade Womack's uh, defense. Conrad says he's pulling for Carl Scott. Uh, Vincent says uh, Haha should be the DB coach. Both those guys, I think either one of those guys would be home run hires. I really do. Dan says, uh, so far, coaching staff is a home run. I agree. I think considering the circumstances, and we'll, we'll just stay on this point for just a couple minutes. I think considering the circumstances that Coach DeBoer was put in, uh, you know, he hasn't even been the head coach, what, five days now? I mean, and, and look what he has done so far. I don't think people understand the timeline that DeBoer is working in and the ability that he has shown to hire great coaches to kind of keep a team together. We can talk about all the portal entries uh, anytime we want to. But, look, anytime there's a coaching change, there's portal entries, and there's going to be portal entries regardless if there's a coaching change or not. But think about it. The GOAT just left the program, and the team is not falling apart. That speaks to the leadership of Coach Kalen DeBoer. And, and then you look at the staff that he's also putting together. I think, especially from a long-term perspective, you have to be pleased with what Coach DeBoer is doing because he's showing great leadership. He's keeping the team together. And also, shout-out to guys like Tyler Booker, Devontae Smith, some of the leaders on this team, guys that's been there a few years. They're really keeping this team together as well, showing great leadership and being great ambassadors for the program. So uh, I, I agree with you, Dan. I think the coaching staff has been a home run so far, and I think there's still some really good coaches to be hired as well. So uh, there's a lot to look forward to on that. Anthony says, too many DBs left. Uh, keeping downs would be huge. No doubt. But, you know, I think we mentioned in a show a couple weeks ago about the 2024 signing class in the amount of DBs in this class. I wonder if Coach Saban thought that there might be a mass exodus from the defensive back room, uh, you know, once all this went down. And that's why they had such a deep class at defensive back here in 2024. So, uh, yes, there has been some, some exits, no doubt. So keeping downs is critical from that standpoint. But if you look at the class that Coach Saban and his staff brought in in 2024 from a defensive back standpoint – it's really elite, probably the best defensive back class in the country. I think there's, what, six guys uh, from the defensive backs uh, in this class, so that's huge. Um, and also, look, uh, the kid, the Muhammad kid that, that played at Washington, all Pac-12 last year, uh, he's in the portal. He, he says Alabama's in his top three, so, you know, I, I think there's a good chance that Alabama could land the, uh, the kid from Washington uh, from the portal as well. So, you know, the portal – take it and the portal also give it so and, and also keep in mind it's important to remember that just because a guy goes into the portal doesn't mean that he doesn't come back I mean you just go back a couple of years look at Jalen Moody he was all but gone to Texas after he after he entered the portal but uh come to find out he comes back to Alabama and you know has a really good season when he was healthy for Alabama uh in 2021 so just because a guy enters enters the portal doesn't mean he's there to stay and doesn't mean he can't come back to Alabama so all that is important to remember but I do think that Coach Saban had the foresight to see that there might there was a potential for some defensive backs to, to leave the program once the, the coaching turnover happened. 
And then he, so he, he saw to it to bring in the best defensive back class in 2024. And all those guys are really good players. And the truth is, all those guys are capable of playing early if they have to. So obviously, it's nice to play experienced guys, and there's still some experienced guys on the roster. So, uh, but keeping downs will be huge for this defensive backfield uh, in 2024, no doubt about it. Michael says, we need players that really want to be at Bama. If they leave, that's fine. We will be all right. No doubt, Michael. I, I think that needs to be the, the mindset of not only the players that are wanting to stick it out, but the players, or but the fans as well, because you don't want guys that don't want to be there. I mean, I, I don't care how good a player they are. If they don't want to be at Alabama, they don't need to be at Alabama. So, great point, Michael. Glad you brought that up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anthony says, I've heard great things about Wilmack. A guy I work with, his son plays at South, said he was a heck of a – of a player's coach. Yeah, he uh he he he's a player's coach. There's no doubt about it. Drunk Willie says got to get Ryan Williams to Alabama. Uh he was on campus last night for an unofficial visit, which is huge. From everything that I have gathered on, on the Ryan Williams situation, let's touch on that for just a second. Um Ryan Williams loves Alabama. That's why he was committed to Alabama. He loves Alabama. I think when when he sees what Kalen DeBoer, Ryan Grubb, and this offensive staff, uh, Jamarcus Shepard, the wide receivers coach, what they have done at Washington and at the potential that they could have at Alabama in the passing game, that has to be a massive draw for Ryan Williams. So the fact that he come for an unofficial visit last night uh, in Tuscaloosa is huge. Uh, he'll obviously have an official visit later this month. And uh, I, I think regardless of what's been going on and regardless of what you hear, I am confident that Alabama will still land Ryan Williams. I really am. Ben Ross says, Tyler Book has said it best. I'm so proud of him for stepping up and working on his legacy at Alabama and not just getting paid. No doubt. This is great. If you ain't rolling with the tide, then bye-bye. Love it, Vincent. Good job. Conrad says, NIL is screwing up these kids' minds. Yes, there's a lot of – NIL is, is playing a massive role in this, and it's, but it's not just NIL. It's the fact that NIL is – has no regulation along with the portal. So these kids literally just do whatever they want. And there's a reason the NFL is not that way. There's a reason there's a free agency period. There's a reason there's a salary cap. Because if it's not that way, it's just complete anarchy. And, and I think, you know, sooner rather than later, you're going to see some sort of regulations put on both the portal and NIL because the game is going to be ruined if, if they don't do that. Vincent says, I like the receiver from Arizona. He's such a stud. Yeah, I'm not sure where he stands as far as portal options, and I can't remember his name, but I know he's about 6'5", 210, had over 1,000 yards receiving last year at Arizona. Um, really good player, so it'll be interesting to see where he lands as well. Guys, keep these comments coming. It's a lot of fun to talk about all this. Yeah, Andre, if you're just joining us, there's no real update on Caleb Downs at this moment. And I do think a decision will be made. And for all we know, the decision's already been made, and Caleb Downs is just going to kind of keep quiet on it, um, and the coaching staff's going to kind of keep quiet on it. But uh, my opinion is that Caleb Downs will stay at Alabama. I think the hiring of, of Ken Womack is huge. And I think that the team meeting last night uh, called by Coach Kalen DeBoer is, is, is huge as well. I really do. Thank <clears throat> you.
by the way, uh, in the chat, uh, let, let me know where you're from. Love to love to know where you're where you're watching us from. I'm in North Alabama, where we have had nothing but ice and snow for the past two days. So we are all stuck at home. <clears throat> Vincent says Justice Jam, Richard Three Headed Monster, no doubt about it. I love the backfield in Tuscaloosa heading into 2024. And that's something about the Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb offense that I really like is they they figure out which guys on their on their team can make the biggest impact and they kind of make the offense fit those players. So I think you have to be happy with what the running back room can look like uh, next year. So really looking forward to that. Vince says he's watching from the Mississippi Delta, uh, from Ruleville, Mississippi. Ben Ross, deep in the heart of South Georgia. Yeah, just keep those coming. Love, love, to, love to hear where you're watching us from. Appreciate everybody watching. Over 100 people watching right now. So thank you so much for that uh, between – uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it, over 100 people watching. So thank you so much. If you haven't already, hit that like button. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you are new to our channel. Uh, help us continue to grow our brand here at Tide Talk Live. LKJ Jr. says, I think DeBoer will go after his DB from Washington, hit the portal. He would, could offset Amos Levin if he does. No doubt. I think that's probably the plan. Uh, which I, I I hate that Amos entered the portal because I thought he was going to be cornerback one next year. I think he's a really good player, but I think if you could get Muhammad from Washington, it's basically just a it's an even swap. So um, if if Amos decides to in fact leave for sure and transfer somewhere else, uh, getting Muhammad would be big for Alabama. Andre says he's watching from Birmingham area. Who will be our starting cornerbacks next year? That is a huge question. Uh, with with the roster so unknown at this time, it'd be hard to pick because there's still a lot of time for guys to enter the portal or, or even transfer to Alabama. Um, but you got to thank guys like Julia Hurley with all the guys that have exited so far. He's got a good chance. Um, you know, if Muhammad transfers in for Washington, he would be a day one starter. It, there's just too much unknown right now, Andre, to, to kind of pinpoint that because of the portal and, and what all could happen. Mark says he's watching from Gadsden. Trina's watching from North Alberta, where it's negative 28 degrees Fahrenheit and snow is falling. Good grief. DG's watching from Winfield, Tennessee, and six inches of snow. Ben says, Hope Jake, Cassidy, and the new baby are good. Yeah, for those who don't know, I got a co host, Jake Thomas. Uh, he and his wife just welcomed in their first child, uh, their baby girl, Emma, uh, last week. Uh, they should be getting to come home tomorrow. So uh, looking forward to that. Everybody's happy and healthy right now, so that's that's a blessing. And Jake and Cassidy are, you know, obviously over the moon, excited about their, their new baby girl. And so just continue to pray for them. Like I said, they should be getting to come home on Wednesday. So, oh, yeah, I, and I totally forgot about Damani Jackson. Yeah, I, I you know, so I guess right now, Damani Jackson would probably be one of the starters. And if Muhammad comes in, he would be the other starter at corner. Um, and, and then I like what we have, you know, guys like Tony Mitchell, um, Devontae Smith. There's a lot of good players in that back end. And Caleb Downs comes back. I still think you have to like what the secondary looks like in 2024. Trina says she's praying for Jake, Casty, and Emma. Thank you very much. I know they appreciate that very much. 
anybody else with any, uh, let me know where you're watching from. Has anybody else been battling a cold for like two months? Because I've been I've been sick since Thanksgiving and have tested negative for everything they can test me for. So let's talk about Caleb Downs for a little bit. Look, we all know that that Caleb Downs is is probably the best overall talent on Alabama's roster. Um, he would be a big loss for Alabama. There's no way around it. He would be a massive loss for Alabama. But I do think I do think that he's going to stay, and I think he stays because he he fits the scheme that Will Mack is going to run that four two five scheme. Uh, where they kind of funnel everything to the safety, and and Downs would just thrive in that system. So I, I think I think Downs is going to end up staying at Alabama. Richard said he's not really excited about the DC hire. What do you think? But I I like it because he's I, I like the I like the scheme he runs. I think it fits what Alabama has. It's kind of what they you know Saban's known for the three four, but he's had to kind of be versatile, more versatile over the last few years because of. The new age offense, and he's run a lot of four two five, and that's what Coach Womack loves is that four two five scheme. Kind of like I said, he funnels everything to the safety. Uh, so keeping downs will be huge for the success of the defense in twenty twenty four. But but outside of of you know the X's and O's, which he's really good at, um, he, he's been in the Mobile area. He understands what it takes to recruit down there, uh, and and I really I think he's going to be a lot better recruiter than what people. Are, believe he's going to be look the Alabama brand sells itself but I think he's a worker I think that dude is a worker and and I, I think you're going to love the uh, passion that he coaches with go back and watch some South uh, South uh, Alabama games from last year uh, I've, I've watched a couple so far this morning and, and late last night uh, he is an aggressive coach um, he play he coaches with passion and the players love him so all those, all those are key ingredients to make a good, good coach. Richard says he coached the four-two-five at Baylor High School. Awesome, that's great. In Chattanooga, Tennessee, Womack will be another diamond in the rough hire. Ben Ross says. Ben Ross also says Devontae Smith didn't hide his feelings about guys leaving either. Glad to see these guys stepping up and speaking out. That's what leadership is, and that's what that's what being a part of this Alabama football program is about. And I think. I think if this world was full of more, more of guys like Devontae Smith and Tyler Booker, uh, you know, that younger generation, you'd have to be a lot a lot more fired up about that younger generation because they're, they're committed to Alabama. They're committed to, to making a legacy of their own in Tuscaloosa, and you got to commend those guys for that. They're, they've shown great leadership. So I'm excited to see, you know, Devontae Smith, you know, I know he didn't get to play a lot in 2023, but this guy was going to be a starter. But he gets hurt in fall camp or right before fall camp and is not ever healthy enough to to contribute in 2023. So I think that is definitely a guy to watch this spring and in fall camp, Devontae Smith in the back end of that defense. I, I think I think he could be a real critical piece for Alabama. <clears throat> Abraham Moore says Alabama will be unstoppable next year. I hope so. I hope so. And by the way, look, all these other fan bases are gloating over the fact that that Nick Saban has retired and, you know, they've hired him 
hired, you know, Kalen DeBoer to replace him. Um, look, I, I think obviously we need to tamper our expectations because there's not a, he's not another Nick Saban, but he's a dang good football coach, guys. He's won a lot of football games. He, 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 he's a player's coach. Players love him. Uh, he, he's obviously works his tail off. Look at what he's done in the past four or five days as, just as the coach. So I I think other fan bases are, are taking this too lightly, and I'm not sure that they understand what album has done and the leadership that Greg Byrne has shown as the athletic director in bringing in a guy like Kalen DeBoer uh, and, and the way that DeBoer is putting his staff together and really keeping this team together. I, I think – I think you gotta you, you gotta give an attaboy to Coach DeBoer for what he's done over the past few days. Richard says Devontae Smith is a really physical and smart player, no doubt. I, I really like Devontae Smith. People that people that are happy are whistling past the graveyard. Mark says, got to give him a chance, no doubt about it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm really proud of the album of fan base. I gotta I gotta commend the album of fan base here too. Look, there's obviously a few. There's always going to be a few negative Nancys, no matter what. But for the most part, this this, this fan base has gotten behind Kalen DeBoer. You look at what it looked like at the airport when he landed. Uh, you look at the the way on social media f- fans are getting behind him. You know the NIL uh, program, the Yay Alabama has has just tremendously grown over the last few days. So I'm proud that the Alabama fan base has gotten behind this guy, and I think if they continue to show him support, uh, they're going to really like what they see on the field uh, come 2024. Ricky says, roll tie from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Not too far from me. I'm in Hartzell. Tony says, this is not like after the bear. I remember what happened then. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously I wasn't even alive then, but – uh, from everything I've heard from from you know my parents and and people that I that love football and has followed Alabama football their whole lives, this feels different. So um, I think there's there's cause to be excited. I think you should be excited if you're an Alabama fan. Look, it's sad that Coach Saban is retired, and we obviously are going to miss him. There's no doubt about it. He is, you know, the greatest coach of all time. Uh, the way he always spoke to the fans and the players at the same time is something that we'll probably never see again as well. Um, but I'm excited about this new era of Alabama football. I think I think there's a lot of good things ahead. And you got to remember, look, it's a 12-team playoff coming up. You don't have to go 11-1 or 12-0 to get in the playoff now. You can go 10-2 and and still get into the playoff. So uh, there, there's no more having to go undefeated to, to earn your spot in the playoff. Corey says, but could the defensive coordinator hire been a little better? Well, I mean, you tell me. Who would you have hired? That was that's a legitimate candidate. Who are you getting? I mean, everybody wanted T Rob. I wanted T Rob because of his recruiting. But look, man, he was the defensive coordinator at South Carolina when Will Muschamp was the head coach, and they were not good on defense. I'm not saying he can't coach defense. I'm just saying it's not like Travaris Robinson would have been a grand slam home run hire. (laughs) 
Yeah, Richard says, I'm, I'm stunned. I figured the fan base would be crying and rude, but very surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised by the fan base. Kudos to the, to the fans. Gigi says, we may surprise some people. Our, our offense could look a lot better. I think so. I think so, too. LK Jr. says he's watching from Charlotte, North Carolina. I've lived through post-Bear, post-Stallings, and now post-Saban. Trust this old fan. This is the best post-coach change ever. Bam, we'll roll. Great comment. Jeremy says he's a big fan of DeBoer. I wasn't so sure at first, but after the press conference, I'm a fan. He's watching from Door, Alabama. Corey Lewis says you may be right. I guess you're referring back to the, the D.C. hire. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I just – I think about – you got to think about who's available and who you can get at this point in time. So, I mean, for considering the circumstances, I think – I mean, you hired a group of five head coach who's had success and to come be your defensive coordinator. So, I, I think that's a pretty good hire. He has ties to the Mobile area, so – that's a huge piece of the recruiting puzzle as well. Nicole wants to know what happened to Tommy Reese. Nobody knows. I don't think he's on staff no more. We needed ties to the South and Alabama, and the South Alabama hire can be a good old thing for recruiting home state. No doubt about it, Richard. Corey Lewis, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that all that's important to remember. It's everything. There's a lot of factors and, and variables when you hire a coach. So um, I, I do. Is it a grand slam? I don't think so. It could turn out to be that, but I think considering the circumstances, really, really good hire. Yeah, uh, Richard says uh, at least the coach was the DC at Indiana with DeBoer as the OC. Yeah, that 2019 Indiana coaching staff. Look, they went eight and five that year, which is about going 10 and two, 11 and one at Alabama. So they had a really good staff. Coach Ballou was on that staff as well before he came over to Alabama. So uh, there, there's some familiarity with, with Coach DeBoer, Coach Womack, and, and also Coach Ballou. So uh, good camaraderie there. And so they know the expectations, they understand what they're all about. Nathan says in South Alabama has tie, he has ties to Florida as well, and we know the hotbed of recruiting that Florida is. So that that's what I'm looking at with this DC hire. That's what has me excited about him. I, I really think he can be a, a, a potentially a home run hire for Alabama. Guys, we're up over 160 people watching the live show right now between all the different platforms. So thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I know everybody's excited about. You know, Kalen DeBoer, the coaching staff he's putting together. Everybody's kind of on pins and needles with the Caleb Down situation as well. Um, so, look, I, I'm just, I think this is, like I mentioned just a minute ago, I think this is an exciting time to be an Alabama fan because it's a new era. I mean, we, we've, we've lived through this Nick Saban era of Alabama football, which will never be replicated or duplicated. And, man, now it's – it's, you know, the voice of Alabama football is no longer Nick Saban. The face of Alabama football is no longer Nick Saban. It's Kalen DeBoer. You know, he, he talks different from Saban, so that's something to get used to. And uh, I'm just excited, man. I really am. Richard said, I've been a fan since the beginning. Love the content. Th thank you, Richard. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to us. You, you have no idea how much that means to us. Nicole, what happened to Tommy Reese? He's just, he's not on, he's not been announced to be on this staff. So I imagine 
that he's going to be looking for for jobs elsewhere, and he'll land on his feet. He's a great young coach, despite what a lot of Alabama fans think of him. You don't get to coach at Notre Dame and Alabama without being a good football coach, and he's just 31, 32 years old, so he has a bright future. Abraham Moore says, great show. I will continue to follow you. Thank you very much, Abraham. I appreciate that. So that's, this is a good time to remind everybody, if you're not already uh, subscribed to the channel, if you're new watching us today for the first time, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. We're also free and available on podcast platform as well. Uh, you can see from our, our overlay, we're part of the Believe Network, which is one of the, you know, the fastest growing podcast networks in the entire country. So uh, if, if you're not you know, big on YouTube, you'd like to listen to podcasts, just audio form. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just wherever you find podcasts, you can find us there as well. So uh, just appreciate all the support. Um, Corey says, who, who do you think the DB coach is going to be? Uh, I think Carl Scott's a name to watch. I think HaHa's a name to watch. Um, th- it's really it's so hard to tell, man. This DeBoer has done a good job of keeping everything pretty, pretty tight within the program. So, um, you know, everybody ha- was zoned in on T-Rob, and once the T-Rob news he broke that he was going to be staying at Georgia, it just felt like minutes, and it was like, hey, Kane Wilmot's going to be the D.C., and we're like, whoa, that's a <laughs> that's a great hire. So it's it's hard to say, but I, I, I would watch Carl Scott. That's a big name to watch. I'm not saying that's who it's going to be. That's who I would have my eyes on if I was Coach DeBoer, but I'm not going to question what Coach DeBoer does. He's made great hires so far, and I'm just going to trust him. Richard says, LSU, I bet, and what I've been hearing. I'm assuming you're talking about Tommy Reese as far as his potential next landing spot. Bama Gal 76, I've lived through the bear years and the wandering years until the goat arrived. What an amazing run we've had. We are Bama. We will be all right. Future is bright. No doubt about it. Richard said, I'm glad I was able to see Nick Saban when he came down to Baylor facility in Chattanooga to get a great young man and Amari Jefferson. Great kid. Yeah, not enough people talking about Amari Jefferson. I think Amari Jefferson and Rico Scott are two of the most underrated players in the staff and they are in this 2024 class, and they both happen to be wide receivers. So I'm excited about seeing those two guys. But Amari Jefferson is a is a great football player. Uh, what about outside linebacker coach? Again, man, it's hard, it's hard to say what Coach DeBoer is going to do. Um, wow, that's a good question, though. I, I haven't really thought about outside linebackers coach. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, Robert Ball has been the inside linebackers coach lately. Maybe they they keep him on staff to, to help coach the linebackers. Uh, but the outside linebackers are going to look a little different uh, under Coach Womack in, in the way he likes to run his defense. So uh, it's going to be more of a defensive end type setting f- for what we – usually call outside linebackers because you're going to see a four down defensive front and then you're going to see two inside linebackers you're going to see jihad campbell deontay lawson working as your two inside linebackers and then you're going to see a four-man defensive front um with with defensive ends like you know i'm just thinking about the future keon keely jeremiah alexander those two guys just popped in my mind as, as potential defensive ends or what we would used to call outside linebackers and nick saban system so um uh, yeah ben ben talks about um Keeping Coach Roach and Coach Gillespie was huge, too. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Scott Anderson, dog fan here, but I do like your show and your knowledge. Thank you very much, Scott. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate that. Coach DeBoer is assembling a solid staff. I agree 100%. Yeah, keep the questions coming. I love it. Keep the questions coming. 
there is a little bit of breaking news here. It's not really tied too much to Alabama right now, but but you know the number one quarterback in the class of 2026, uh, Julian Lewis, he just reclassified to the class of 2025, uh, an elite quarterback, and he happens to be he he was the quarterback for Caleb Odom, the tight end that we just signed in the class of 2024. So that might be something to watch. And and Lewis was noted for saying that he liked the style that DeBoer ran when, when when the DeBoer hiring was announced. So that's, you know, potentially a name to watch here in 2025. I think he's currently committed to USC, if I'm not mistaken. So big news, Julian Lewis, the number one quarterback from 2026, has just reclassified to the class of 2025. So something to keep your eye on there. Bama Gal wants to know if there's any updates on uh, Caleb Downs. Not at the moment. There is no update. My feeling is he stays at Alabama and, uh, you know, will be with the Crimson Tide. Uh, Windred wants to know, does DeBoer have connections with Blue? Yes, they were on the same Indiana staff in 2019. Lando, do you think Ryan Williams will return? He looks super happy on Instagram Live. Some facial expressions tell it all. Yeah, I, yeah he was in Tuscaloosa last night. I'm assuming he got to meet Coach DeBoer. Uh, you know, Jamarcus Shepard, the new wide receiver coach, Ryan Grubb, the offensive coordinator. So I, I, I'm I, confident that Ryan Williams will be a part of this class for Alabama. I really am. Keep the questions coming. Love all these questions. Love all these comments. Keep them coming. And uh, we'll we'll run this live show for just a little bit longer. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Been a lot of fun. I, I want to ask you guys a question, though. What do you see Alabama's record being in 2024? I've seen Georgia fans saying that Alabama will be 8-4, and four, lucky to be 8-4 and four in 2024. I don't buy that. Let me know what you think Alabama's record will be in 2024, Coach DeBoer's inaugural season in Tuscaloosa. Bama Gal 76 says 10 and 2. I think that's the most, I think that's probably going to be the most popular answer. That's kind of what I'm feeling. Um, and all this is depends on, you know, who all comes back and, and all that. Lando says, with humility, 13-1. and one. <laughs> Ben Ross says, the fact that other fan bases continue to pile on Alabama means CKD is, is doing something right. I agree with that statement. Williams is going to love this offense. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Hey, guys, y'all stay in the channel. I got to take a quick break, but I will be right back. Do not go anywhere. I'll be back in, you know, a minute or so. So stay tuned. All right, guys, sorry about that. I am back. I am back. 
Let me get back caught up in the comments. Hey, looky here. Looky here. Jake, my co-host, says, hey, gang, hopefully I'll be back sometime soon and we'll give my thoughts on the new hire. The wife and our baby girl are both doing great. Great to hear, Jake. Cannot wait to have you back on the show, buddy. I miss you and I love y'all. James Henry says, facts. Ben Ross says, I could see 10 to 12 wins. Mark says, I'll tell you after the third game, that's probably the wise decision there. Uh, nine and three. Jake says, thanks for all the thoughts and prayers. Daryl Young says, as long as Nick Saban is still around, we'll be all right. Tommy Bryan, above expectations, winning 11 games. So a lot of answers there. Love that. Love that. Um, I'm going to say just – I think this is kind of a cop-out, but I'm going to say 10 and two because that seems like the most logical answer. But um, like Mark Mangum said, probably need to wait till after a few games to kind of come up with a good answer there for, for next year's record. I honestly believe DeBoer can beat Georgia with saving around as some support. Um, do you, I, I, as I look at that game against Georgia, was it the fourth game of the season? Third game of the season? I think it's the fourth game. Uh, I think that is Coach DeBoer and his staff and, and the entire Alabama football team are going to look at that as their biggest opportunity to say, we're, we're not going anywhere. We're here to stay. Coach Saban's retired. We're ushering in a new era of, of college foot, of Alabama football. And I think that they're going to use that as a moment to kind of put the college football world on notice that Alabama is going to be just fine. I'm going to bring up the, the 2024 schedule real quick. Um, because it's tough. There ain't no doubt about it. It is tough. So, but such is life in the SEC. So, yeah, you got you got Western Kentucky and Central uh, South Florida, excuse me, at home to open up the season the first two weeks. Then you do travel to Madison, Wisconsin to take on the Badgers there on September 14th. And then you get a week off because, remember, there is two bye weeks this upcoming season. You get a week off to prepare for your home matchup on September 28th against the Georgia Bulldogs. So. Man, there's a lot to look forward to. What it's a gauntlet, like like James says, it's a gauntlet. Um, but man, it's going to be a lot of fun. And and Coach DeBoer has a chance to make an early statement in his coaching career at Alabama. I mean, man, you you take not only are you taking over for Nick Saban at, at Alabama, but in your fourth game as the head coach, you got to play Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs. What an opportunity! I look at it as an opportunity. It's an opportunity for Coach DeBoer to make a statement in this team. So. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, another update on Julian Lewis real quick. It says that he's going to, even though he's still committed to USC, he's considering Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, Indiana, Michigan, and Texas. So he's still got quite the list. But I think you got to like this if you're Alabama and Coach DeBoer because they're definitely going to be in the mix for that kid. Elite talent. Bryce Young top talent as far as the way he plays and, and kind of his stature as well. He's a little bit bigger than Bryce, though. All right, let me ask you this, guys, about the uh, 2024 schedule real quick, just kind of looking ahead. 
unless somebody else has a question. Outside of the Georgia game, what is the toughest game for Alabama in 2024? They got at Tennessee, at LSU, at Oklahoma, of course, the Iron Bowl. They'll host Missouri, host South Carolina, at Wisconsin. Bamagal76 says, do you see a drop-off in recruiting? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, because they have nowhere to go but down. They're they're basically one or two every year. Um, So I think they're still going to be in the top ten, top five most every year. So a slight drop-off. But, um, I mean, Michigan proved this last year in Washington. You can play for the national championship and not be a top five recruiting class every year. So it's about having the right players. Yeah, we do not play Texas in 2024. We play Oklahoma. So that should be fun. In Norman, I think the week before the Iron Bowl. Yeah, play in Norman on November 23rd, the week before the Iron Bowl on November 30th. <clears throat> Tyler says at LSU. Scott says at LSU. James, LSU. So it looks like people are thinking at LSU is going to be the toughest game for for Alabama in uh, 2024. JS, Bama fan forever, says you don't have to be a top recruiting class. You need guys to stay longer. The exit of the NFL hurts Bama. That is true. That's a a side of the story that nobody really looks at. when you finish number one or number two every year, you're getting you're only going to have guys. You're either going to have guys portal portal out or play three years. That's that that's what you have in your roster. So if you finish more, you know, in the top ten or you know five to ten or three to ten, you're going to have more redshirt juniors playing on your team than you would than what we've seen at Alabama. So you know. There's, there's more than one way to do things, and certainly the way Nick Saban did it worked. But but you've seen from some of the past champions, there's other ways to win as well. Leighton Pittman says, I wholeheartedly believe this grub offense can give Kirby fits. I think so too. I really do. I'm so excited for A-Day and spring football. It's going to be so much fun to kind of see what this team looks like. And that's not that far. I think it's only like nine or ten weeks till spring practice starts. So we ain't got to wait too long. Sam says, Bama grad who grew up as an Indiana fan, DeBoer and Womack were magic back in 2019. Blue was there as well. Great, great comment. Thank you. A-Day will be lit, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Give us a roll tide right now in the live chat if you're going to be at A Day in 2024. I think we need to pack Bryant Denny Stadium out. Jim says players that used to develop two years and then become stars are hitting the portal now. No doubt. It's a totally different game. Landon, what will Bama win against Auburn look like? What will, there, will that be our buy win for the CFP? 
Oh, Lee, that's 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 such that's a lot of questions there. And in regards of wins loss, if we make the SC championship, is that our one loss? Yeah, I mean, I that's what's so crazy is with the twelve team playoff, it really just changes everything. And and what you, what you got to look forward to as far as the playoff goes. Do you think Coach DeBoer opens up competition every position? Uh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Are you familiar with the legislation that Man Manchin and Tobel are co-authoring in regards to NIL and transfer portal? It's going. It's gaining much bipartisan support. I have not read it. I have, I'm not up to date on that. Jake says, I will say, Stacey, and I missed your comment on it, but I absolutely love Kane Womack as the higher at D.C. Plus two. This team has plenty of depth and talent. CKD has the tools to continue to build on what is already there. No doubt, Ben. No doubt. Hello, sir. Good to have you. Hope is from Allah. Good to have you on the show. Right now, there's over 200 people watching right now. Uh, between the platforms that we stream it on. So thank you so much for watching. And if you are new to the channel, please hit the like button and the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our content here. We would appreciate that very much. Nacho says, roll tide row. You know Nacho will be there, no doubt about it. Good to have you, Nacho. Ken Sullins, roll tide. Christopher Owens, secondary coach, any ideas? Um, I've gave my opinion on that earlier in the show. I, I either want Carl Scott or Ha Ha Clinton Dix to be the secondary coach at Alabama. Now, what Coach DeBoer does is I don't have any clue, to be honest with you, because he has kept everything so close to the vest that it's it's hard to kind of keep track of what his mind's going with. But I, I would like to have Carl Scott or Ha Ha Clinton Dix as the secondary coach. I'm great. How are you? Hope is from Allah. Good to have you on the show. Um, any other thoughts and opinions or questions? Been a great show, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Been a lot of fun. I think the grub hire is basically all but done. I'm sure he is kind of holding, you know, holding out, maybe seeing if a head coaching job comes open. But I, I, I think he's going to be on the staff. Jared Palmer says 2025 national champs. Can you imagine the the outrage from other fan bases if Alabama wins a championship in Coach DeBoer's first season? And on top of that, the unrealistic expectations moving forward from Alabama fans. Been so much fun guys thank you for for commenting everybody um this has been a lot of fun any other questions before we try to wrap this up i know y'all want to keep going but uh like i mentioned i've had i have been sick since thanksgiving and i can't talk for longer than about 45 minutes at a time before i start losing my voice so i hate it it stinks uh, i don't know when i'm going to get better and like I said, I haven't tested positive for anything this entire time, but I cannot seem to get rid of the, of this cold. I'm just going to call it a cold. How secure are we in keeping downs? I think we keep downs. I think downs is going to stay. 
I don't have any intel on that. That's just my gut feeling. And what gives me that feeling, Sam, by the way, I don't know if you, you might have missed it because I think this is more towards the beginning of the show. Um, the hire of Womack is big because the way he likes to play defense, it funnels everything to the safety and downs would absolutely flourish. Famigal76 wants to know, when is the next show? I don't know for sure. I want to get Jake on here. Like I mentioned, he, they should be getting to come home tomorrow. And as soon as Jake is available, we're going to let y'all know, and we're going to do a live show so Jake can get on here and and give his thoughts and opinions on the uh, the hiring of DeBoer and, and kind of the uh, what else has been going on over the past few days. Ben Ross says, I think offensively recruiting will be better given time Coach Wilmack can bring defensive studs in too. Agree. Also, uh, a four-star defensive end, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him, just decommitted from Washington. Uh, and got an offer from Alabama. So there's a chance that he could be a part of this class as well. Jim says, I'd give Womack a huge bonus for keeping downs. No doubt about it. Give him a raise already. All right, guys. Hey, I think I am going to wrap it up now. Like I mentioned, I'm fisting to lose my voice. I can feel it. Um, there's so much to talk about. We're going to be here every step of the way at Tide Talk Live. Um, just just make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel so you don't miss any. Hit that bell, not that, that notification bell, so you you get notified anytime we go live or an upload a video. So um, we would appreciate that, and, and also a subscription as well. And smash that like button. Help this video get to 100 likes. I don't know where it's at right now, but help this video get to 100 likes, and we would greatly appreciate that. Like I said, we're going to keep. You updated on when the next show will be. Hopefully, Jake can get home tomorrow, and either tomorrow or Thursday we can get a show, a live show going as well. So Jake can offer up his thoughts, and we can once again hear from you guys as well. But but that is going to going to wrap up the show. Thank you so much for watching. We we peaked at well over two hundred live viewers at one time. So really appreciate that, guys. Uh, been a lot of fun. Cannot wait to be back on her real soon. And uh, like I said, if you if you don't follow us on social media, we're at Tide Talk Live. Hit us up on X, Facebook, and, and you'll be kept up to date on, on when the next show will be on there. So thank you so much for watching. We'll see you guys real soon. And until then, roll tide.